welcome to the Great British Motocross Podcast from MX Vice uh, with myself, Ben Rumbold. We've got Brad Breeder uh, absent this week, sadly. His, uh, his other half is uh, bringing babies into this world. So, yeah, we're just uh, on our own and uh, wishing all the best to Brad Breeder. But, yeah, we'll still keep the podcast going for you. We've got a good guest on uh, to talk all things British motocross. Uh, first off, we'll just make sure that we... Uh, Give a quick nod to our sponsors, and uh, that is for Golf Race Fuels. We are fueled by Golf Race Fuels across sports cars, single seaters, motorcycle racing. Uh, field. The golf brand is associated with winning whatever the discipline. Also to AS3 Performance. Uh, thank you to them for their constant support. Brought to you by AS3 Performance, the home of aftermarket motocross and enduro parts, from hardware and protection parts, including skid plates and radiator braces, to performance cooling parts, including silicon radiator hoses and oversized impeller kits. AS3 also have a huge range of brake, clutch and gear levers, all with different features and adjustability. Check them out online at www.as3performance.co.uk. Uh, also thanks to Kawasaki Motors UK, who are pleased to announce the arrival of the new KLX 140R range. The easy-to-ride KLX 140R lineup offers a 144cc four-stroke engine, plush suspension and push-button electric start, making for great trailblazers. The KLX 140R machines come in three different sizes, ranging from juniors' first tentative steps to pushing the door wide open on adult riding. The highly regarded KLX 140R range is ready and willing to add fun and enjoyment in 2023. Contact your local off-road dealership for more information. And of course, forever supported by Even Strokes, uh, evenstrokes.com for all your motocross needs to uh, help support MX Vice as well. Uh, and we can even help you out with a discount code from my colleague Brad Wheeler. Uh, so yeah, use the code BRADWHEELER10 to get 10% off uh, any goodies you want to get from Even Strokes. So without any further ado, let me introduce our guest for this evening, MX1 British Championship rider. Mr. Brad Todd, how are you, sir? Yeah, uh, we're getting there. I mean, um, yeah, just I've, I've got work and everything, so I'm juggling everything at the moment. So, yeah, yeah, I've still, funny enough, I've still got the race bike and a million bits in the garage, so that's my job tomorrow. So, um, <laughs> I've got that, and I've got to wash the practice bike as well, and that's going to be my spare bike for yeah. Building, so yeah, it's all go anyway. It keeps me busy. Yeah, well, fingers crossed. I mean, uh, even if we do get a bit of weather, I don't think it's going to be quite as heavy as Oak Hanger, is it? For the opening well, round, yeah, Jesus, I hope not. Anyway, um, <laughs> it's no clue. I think I think Oak Hanger was about six hour drive for me, and this one's about five and a half. So. <laughs> <laughs> Whereabouts are you based? Sorry, just to make sure. In yeah. Cumbria, uh, yeah, Wickton in Cumbria, so it's like near Carlisle. Right, got you. So Whitby's a bit more local for you, though sadly, obviously, not going this year. Yeah, no, I'll go to Schoolhouse, which is actually, I think it's, Schoolhouse is about an hour 10 from my house, and that is my most local track. Right, so, okay. <laughs> for the whole calendar. <laughs> yeah, so that's like my home one, if I'm going to have one. Yeah, well, fingers crossed, fingers crossed we'll get to that one, that'd be awesome. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, um, so you've, you've had a, a bit of a change of situation, I mean, um Obviously, you said a bit to us there before we started, but um, yeah, previously with uh, the Gabriel KTM team there, and, and obviously now setting things up pretty much on yourself. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. No, I had um, I had a thing like I had a really good year with them. To be fair, I, I enjoyed it, which was like the big thing because it comes before the year before I wasn't full time, and I was just sort of um, yeah, I had sponsors helping out and whatnot, and they gave me the opportunity to have. Um, have a opportunity to do it full time and, and that was my job to be the rider and um yeah. yeah i took it and it was it was mint um i did sign a two-year deal but hey all things happen and um it, at the end of the day it is what it is i uh i appreciate everything they ever done so it was i just had to move on with that and go 
on to something else and then that didn't work out so yeah I ended up being on my own from February so I didn't actually ride from I rode a little bit on this Susquehanna ride on the other team um and I think I'd done maybe about five hours so I'd probably rode five hours between the last British in September till February wow so I um yeah I didn't do much and then I think what happened then was I just said look I'm gonna do it on my own I didn't I knew it wasn't gonna be easy but it was one of them where it was either do that or don't do it at all um I've got a house and that up here now so I'm just done with doing that up and yeah it's it's mental it is mental (laughs) money's just it just goes it's already spent before you make it so yeah, yeah that's, that's better across it. I mean, yeah, sixth in the championship last year. So, yeah, I mean, if you look at the names ahead of you, just Tommy, Harry, Sean Simpson, Josh Gilbert and John Adamson, and there's you there in, in sixth place. So, I mean, in the old 1980s, 90s days, you would have been a nice big number six on your uh, on your bike there, Brad. So, I mean... <laughs> yeah, I think it's one of the best systems in Maybe that system would have been better for you. It's sort of, you know, show up a little bit more, that big number six. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but... Um... Yeah, it's it's one of them, and I think uh, the year before, I think I was ninth. So, my goal was to, I think, yeah, my goal that year was to be inside the top six. So I hit that target that was set for me. Um, so my idea was I was going to stay full time and obviously improve again. And just my goal is obviously to win the British Championship, as is probably everyone's goal who's in that class. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it was just the stepping stone idea that I was going to go right six, then we'll try and bang it in the top three, and then you know, once you get a good result, you get out the gate, you get a good result. It just it's a knock on effect for every every other race. So, but yeah, that hasn't worked out. So I've got to be kind of realistic where I am now. Um, so yeah, I mean it's uh, I mean it, I mean again a good year last year. Just looking through the results there. I mean sixth overall at Fox Hill, Canada Heights, then fifth overall at Blacksall, uh, and then sixth to close the year out at Landrake. So yeah, really nice solid consistent year for you there um across all the services really although seems to be hard packers a bit more your bag is it the sand's not quite as good for you well no i don't know it's all sands where i live um we always route road in scotland and everything's sand in scotland on you know 90 percent of the tracks are in scotland the sand but i think what it was i went to spain for pre-season stuff and we spent seven weeks out in spain um and then where I lived, because I moved down to Portsmouth as well with that team, everything was hard packed there. So um, I've always said I'm a mixed rider. I'm just, I'm pretty good on, on both conditions or I can yeah. pretty consistent on each. It's just uh, last year, I just seemed to, I think Ling, I crashed out in one of the races. Um, and that's normally the track that I always say, if I'm going to win summer, it's going to be there. So, <laughs> and that's this weekend, luckily. But We'll see what happens. It's all on that start nowadays, but yeah, we'll see what happens. Yeah, good stuff. I mean, it's one of the... Um, I mean, people say the start at Ling is a bit troublesome, isn't it? Because it's all barrels in. It's just so fast. Oh, it's mental. I've had some big crashes there. It's mental. It's just because you're like, maybe, you know, you'd be fourth year going pretty much flat out and it's not much of a turn. It's such a fast left-right. So, yeah, it's caught me out a couple... It's caught a lot of riders out a couple of times. You, you need to be... Need to have a set of knackers on you. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, there's, there's no doubt about that. If you're an MX1 British Championship class, I think those are, are, are bolted on. I think you've got no problem with that. <laughs> yeah. no, you can soon lose them. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I mean, uh, so, so ultimately it, it, you're sort of running uh, on your own there, but you, you're getting a, a little bit of help. Is that right? At this uh, last round, and, and and they you were with them at the Hut Cup. Is that right? 
Yes. Um, um, so I've got, well, it, from February, it was just like all my sponsors just chucked in what the codes, where the codes. Um, didn't cover everything, obviously, but it was just, it got me going at least. So I got a sponsor, bought the bike, Safe Access. Oh, I shouldn't have named any because then I'll have to name them all. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then Fountain Builders is like the past, yeah. the Pico. It's just, I got, I got, loads so um it's there's a bit you know i appreciate everything they've done for me because if it wasn't for them i'd have had a year out just to try and sort everything else yeah. so which wouldn't have been nice because if you take a year out you, you've you've sort of jeopardizing the following year because it's it's hard to come back yeah, so. absolutely. yeah and then i spoke to jamie smith from ultimate wheels honda he said to me look if you want somewhere to run under for like an awning so we've got the airline pressure washers and everything we can run under there and you know i jumped on that because i mean it's hard to get help in this spot so i'll take anything you can get really um so yeah they're, they're being a massive help and it's I'm, my plan is that i'll try and get some results um because it's a big step back what i've done but I'm hoping that if you get a result, people will maybe get a bit excited and jump on board and then you get more and more help and it maybe could turn into something good. Um, my plan was just to do the British and Scottish Championship. Just the Scottish is because, well, to be fair, believe it or not, I think the Scottish is probably one of the best championships that, you know, actually look at, think of the riders before their own pockets. So... Um, <laughs> Um, I've, I've heard that. I mean, speaking to Jay Haig and Carton Husband about a week or so ago, they were um, saying exactly the same thing, that, yeah, it's it's just so well run and, and the, the, the money is good, which is uh, obviously yeah. a big thing for you guys. Yeah, well, you, you go to the Scottish and it's like a proper old school meeting, but it just makes the atmosphere just so... Oh, it's hard to explain. You'd have to go to one. Um, yeah, yeah, I'm good for that. <laughs> yeah, it's a long old drive, but... Yeah, they um, they're just making a hell of an effort with it, so um, it makes sense for me to go. You know, the prize money is just it. Well, I was going to say it's it's insane, but it's just what it should be really for the riders. The amount of effort that the riders put in. So yeah, they're they're doing a good job. So I'm going to do the Scottish, and then the British Championship is just purely because it's the British Championship. Um, if I could do the MX Nationals and everything else, I would, but. Again, like when I done the British the other day, the other, the York hanger, it cost me uh, hundred pound, two hundred pound in diesel, and this was like I'm not the only person who has to go through this. So yeah, no, I, I don't doubt it. Yeah, two hundred pound in diesel, um, hundred and twenty pound to enter, or hundred and ten pound to enter, and. I think you got your food and everything else, you know, you got to stay that somewhere down there. I haven't got a camper van, so um, yeah. say it's about 400 quid and I got 70 quid in prize money, so it was... Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's... Uh, I've got to do it. That's quite scary, really. Yeah, I've committed to it, so that's that. But, you know, I've got seventh overall, which if you asked me last year, yeah. seventh overall, I'd have been like, oh, that's not really what I'm after, but... <laughs> I'd take it, whereas this time I was like buzzing because the first race I'd, I'd had issues and I came back through from last to 12th and I passed the old team's riders last lap and that was, that's what made me day. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the second race, I, um, I was, I think I was about ninth. I got up to six and then Martin Barr got me on the last lap, I think. So uh, I got eighth actually. Um, but that gave me seventh overall, so um, it's a good starting point. Um, yeah, it's a solid day. So yeah, 
Yeah, it's um I forgot what I was saying with that now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I saw some footage of the of, of Oak Hanger and um yeah, I think we were talking about the Scottish side of it, but yeah, I saw some, some footage from Oak Hanger and uh, yeah, coming out the um the first couple of corners there, I suddenly saw the seven one four going past right at the back of the pack. I thought, yeah, yeah. it didn't get the best of then. <laughs> yeah, no, I just I think the difference is when you're at the back you can ride more yourself when you you know, I, I I was last anyway on the first lap, and I pulled in for goggles, and um, so I was dead, dead last. And then I just rode, you know, I think my lap time was was up there. It was maybe, I think, third or fourth fastest lap. So, um, and that was done on the first lap. And then you get into traffic, and then just because you you avoid when it's those conditions, you're avoiding dodging all the time, people, and there's just that yeah. bit more intensity. So, um, yeah, I was able to push to the end on that. And the second one, I did tire a bit, but. I guess that's, you know, due to lack of riding and whatnot, but it, it is what it is, as I always keep saying. But um, <laughs> Is that the phrase of the year, then? Is it for you, uh, at the moment? It seems. I, I, someone, this team I'm um, running under, on my wheels, do these vlogs, and I must say that about 20 times in each video, it is what it is. <laughs> no. Yeah. Um, yeah, good stuff. I mean, um, yeah, Jamie's uh, Jamie Smith's not um, not far from me. He's based uh, in Gloucester, the same as I am. So yeah, he's just up the road there. And um, yeah, he, I mean, he's been running AMCA for many years, and uh, I, I know him from from that uh, area there because I did the Veterans Championship a few years ago. Because uh, I hit forty and thought I'd have a go at the vets, and then it was far more difficult than I ever imagined it would be. And <laughs> crashed my brains out in the Hawksland, and that was the end of that. So. <laughs> Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, uh, Jamie's always been uh, like had a nice presence and nice setup. He's uh, very particular about getting it oh, together and sorted. Yeah, it's the first morning I walked in, I seen him mopping up midway through the day. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> he's in. He's that's the way he's stuck. So. No, fair play to him. He's actually doing, it's his first year in the British, uh, doing yeah. the, that sort of stuff. And to be fair, he's, he's probably, you know, I've been on a few teams now and he's, there's a lot of team, he's, he's doing a lot of the right things as well. I'm going to say he's, yeah. he's doing, you know, you see a lot of these new teams and that they're doing some idiotic stuff under the awning, but it's, um, he's, he's keeping it all professional. And the best thing about it is it's all still fun as well. So for a rider, you know, I've been in awnings where there's a lot of tension because people are falling out and stuff. And, and when it's like that, it just sort of, it brings everyone down then. Cause there's, there's just that tension where for them lot, it's, it's nice. Cause it, everyone's there for, for the reason of it being fun. Um, and they understand the sport, the way where it is, and everything. So, no fair play to him. He's doing a good job. No, great stuff. I'm glad you're, you're getting the help you obviously deserve. I mean, the results are clearly there. And yeah, seventh overall, like I say, it wasn't uh, a start that you would have loved last year. But after the winter you've had, then yeah, brilliant to to, to be uh, all the way up there, really. Yeah, if I, if I can keep it consistent this year and just um, don't really know what results I'm after. Um, you know, there's so many teams now. Seem, well, I, I don't know if there's so many teams, but it just it looks like there's a lot of teams in the MX1. There's a lot of good riders anyway um, yeah. this year. And I think, um, it, I don't know if I say the goals just to beat the teams or the goals to get, you know, if I go in, if I got top six this year, the same result I got on the team, I think that's that's going to be a good effort from everyone my end, and and you know, it's it's still a good result. So, um, 
yeah, I, don't, I just don't know what I want to say about my target is. If I put a target, I'll end up wanting to get it. And if I don't get it, I'll, I'll be rid. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's kind of like it's football, isn't it? The target's obvious. It's that big yeah. frame at the end, which is at the end. Oh, yeah. you know, this is like get to the check it's like snooker in it pot as many balls as you can yeah. you know so it's got to be done with. beat everybody you possibly can and that's uh, that's the, the main objective obviously I think targets are set to try and maybe uh, ease the pressure a little bit sometimes but yeah, uh, yeah I mean um, um, so yeah you obviously you say you're, you're now not working a full time job or work, certainly working a day job anyway to make ends meet does that mean you yeah. work on the bike yourself and, and have you got like how much help have you got on the weekend? Who have you got sort of with you? Um, I keep saying it's a full time job, but it's not full time. It just feels full time because I'm, I'm coming it's back full time as it can be. Yeah. <laughs> it's because I come back from work and I'm in the garage. So and then if I'm not if I if I if I'm not in the garage, I've got to do some form of training. And if I'm not in the, I'm not doing that. I'm on the bike. So yeah, yeah. So like me work, I work for one of my sponsors, ML Sawmill Maintenance. So. I've always worked for him for like years and um yeah they've always just just helped out where when and where they can as well and like this weekend I don't have a set mechanic I've just got someone just jumps in a van with me and comes and that's his boy and uh, one of my other sponsors uh Aslin Smart Electrical um yeah so them two were jumping in the van this weekend spannering and just you know keeping everything clean um so i work for like this week i've done two days i've done two days maybe three no monday monday i washed the race bike after preston yeah um yeah stripped it all done everything and and that does take it'll take two days to do a bike properly if um, my plan was just to ride that race bike for the British and Scottish, but after all, Kanga, I did try to press them just because I didn't want it to. F- if I, if I had done damage, because everyone seemed to have done damage at all, Kanga, I didn't want it to knacker up at Ling. So, anyways, I rode it at Ling and uh, at Preston, and it was it was fine. So, yeah, getting all that set up. So, yeah, work for them. Rode Wednesday. Um, I was meant to be working for them today, but. Um, <laughs> I went straight. They cut. Well, no, I wasn't meant to be working, but I did my cycle in the morning. So I went out two hours cycle. He texted me at dinner time, and I never seen a text message. Not on purpose. I just didn't see the message until yeah. like two or two o'clock. Um. So yeah, I didn't go work. Um. And yeah, it's just just bike stuff. And Friday tomorrow, it's literally load everything in the van well do the no it's not I've got to do everything tomorrow I've got to wash the bike <laughs> get the race bike ready and then I'll have to get the practice bike ready then load the van and then hopefully just chill out till and I'll set off roughly about 7 8 o'clock tomorrow morning to get down for scooping the errand on the Saturday yeah. morning yeah yeah Nice one, definitely. Yeah, but yeah, I've got uh, another guy, my neighbour's been helping me out recently with um, lending me his van because I haven't got a van and nothing. <laughs> I had all that sorted last year. And I've just, I have just bought a van. Um, I've got a man to get another sponsor that would help convert, um, do a conversion van giant. So nice. I'm getting a lot of shout outs here. That's great. No, that's the sweat you're about, man. Keep <laughs> <laughs> um, <right> there. <laughs> Yeah, um, so they're, they're doing me a camper up now, which is going to save a lot of hassle because then I can just, it's, it's mental just keeping, taking everything out of a van to put in another van to go riding and yeah. borrowing my dad's van. It's, yeah, it's mental, but... It's a scrabble. Um, yeah, it's... Oh, 
I shouldn't yeah. even thought about it. Yeah, no, fair play to you, uh, to, to, you know, for getting all that sort of set up and, and not having the year out. Because, I mean, how, how old are you now? I mean, you, you're what, mid-20s? Uh, 26, yeah. Okay. So. Yeah, plenty of life. Yeah, years, I mean, you? yeah, I've, I've got, I always say up until 30, you, you kind of, that's, you, I'm in the area where I can be the best I can be, I feel. So, uh, it's a shame the opportunity again to do, you know, I did sign for a, a, to do Grand Prix next year and it is just a massive kick in the, in the I don't know if I can swear on it, but yeah. a kick in the bollocks. Um, That's fine, you can swear. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen this one with Brad Weaver? It's ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, that's fine then. I, can... I just got the old salesman commentator sort of like swear filter on all the time, so it's fine. As soon as, soon as the mic is there, it's like, yeah, this, this mic doesn't work, it's just a swear filter. Doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> no, but... Um... Yeah, so I don't dwell on that because at the end of the day, you know, yeah. I, went, I was full-time and I, the amount I learned just on being full-time was, you know, I learned so much about with training, with just setting up bikes and everything. You know, that's the thing that I enjoy about doing my own thing is everything that's on that bike is because I want it on that bike. And I don't have two engines, I don't have, you know, I don't get a lot. Um, I get, you know, my sponsors do the best they can and it's it's good enough to be, you know, top five in Britain. Um, you know, it's all down yeah. to me at the end of the day. It's not nothing to do with the bike, the suspension and that, planet suspension, <laughs> it does all that. He got me a set up and I've not touched the click um, on it. Brilliant. And, you know, I think a lot to do with riding this British Championship now is just as long as the rider's happy, you could almost jump on a stock bike and get just as good a result. But it's just that fine tuning. I think to get in top 10, you want a bike that's set up for you. But um, then top five is is a different sort of level again. But um, yeah, yeah, the end goal is to be next year, get on the team and be full-time again. Um, and I think... If this year goes to plan with doing my own thing and getting some results, getting more sponsors on board, it's it's possible. So yeah, we'll see what comes around. It's a long old year, isn't it? So yeah, well that's it. You never quite know what's uh, what's going to happen. We're here sat now in April. I mean, yeah, you've got uh, a good sort of six months solid to absolutely really sort of pack in the results and uh, and, and do what you can. And yeah, uh, it's just. I mean, it's, it's. I think it's just great motivation. Like you say, if uh, if you're getting seventy quid prize money, then um, you know I think you got to get motivated somehow. So. <laughs> <laughs> And, uh, and yeah, I mean, you're up against, like you say, you're up against the, the likes of the Crendon Honda team, the GTCR Revo team, and, uh, yeah, obviously, uh, SC Sports has fun, and now bringing um, Evgeny Bobrashev back in and, and, and things like that. So, obviously, yeah, you're lying seventh at the championship there. I mean, um, with Lynn going on, I mean, how can who can you see uh, sort of being the main protagonist there? And, uh, obviously, also one thing to note on Bobrashev returning, how was, uh, how was he looking on the track? He was... Uh, Preston. Um... He was solid at uh, Preston Docks. I don't think, to be honest, I didn't really get to see that much. <laughs> it's, um, you, know, you can have my excuse report. I've had a chest infection the last two weeks, but anyway, that that day, that Preston Docks wasn't wasn't my day. So he, um, I think, him being living in Belgium and stuff, it's it's a quite a big advantage going to Preston, where it was like bottomless sand. So I know it's going to be difficult for him to get back into the swing of things with racing, but. Um, He's always been a hell of a rider, so I can imagine yeah. whatever he does, if he could probably take 10 years out and he'd probably be in the front of the British Championship. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was good enough to have a little uh, chat with me uh, yesterday. Just uh, he, he was practising Apex and, yeah, he's had, um, yeah, 
and basically sort of with no motivation he's not really sort of trained or ridden on the bike even uh, like since about March last year uh, apart from going out to America uh, in January when, when the team wanted to because uh, they've got eyes on doing a few AMA nationals like they did with Josh Gilbert last year yeah. Uh, so yeah that's uh, he said, said to me that speed is coming back faster than the fitnesses so yeah I mean um, obviously you've got yeah you've had issues there Tommy Sir hurting himself so it'd be interesting to see how, how, how he comes back as well yeah I mean, uh, that was a nasty crash there at Oak Hanger. And, uh, yeah, he's uh, taken a bit more time out than I think he'd have wanted to. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, you've got the, the, the guys who finished at the top um, at Oak Hanger, which is, uh, yeah, Harry and uh, and Conrad. I mean, um, who do you see is going to come out of, on top from those guys? Do you think it's going to be between them? Uh, probably myself, but I don't look at that. No. Um, that's cool. That's cool. That's fine. I love, I love that answer. <laughs> no, I like, to, I like to be confident, but you got to be. I'm just saying, I think it's certainly right for asking. Don't worry. Yeah. Fine. <laughs> nah, I don't know. I think um, it's quite interesting to see with, like, because comrades, uh, you know, I do believe he, on his day, which he can't seem to do at Grand Prix, but I do believe he's one of the fastest riders in the world when he, if he wants to be. Yeah. And I do think if he. I don't know. It's difficult to say because he seems to, you know, I'll follow him at a British and I'm just like, how have you just made up that amount of time? You know, I feel like I'm on edge and he's just gone within like two or three corners. And I just don't know if he'll get maybe, I don't know if he'll be under pressure. If, if things, you know, if it had to come down to the wire with Kulas and himself, you know, would he go, become under pressure and maybe ride, not himself? Or, um, but I don't know. See, with Ling and that, he's, he's quick. He's going to be quick. So, yeah. I think if Kulas, the thing with Ling is if it tends to be whoever starts at the front, finishes at the front, and there's not so much passing going on. Um, it's sort of really like all on that start because it's such a fast track and yeah. everyone's sort of going into the same lines. But, you know, maybe the rain will change that and there's all sort of factors to come yet, isn't there? So, um, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't want to put say a name and say it's going to... No, no, of course not. No, that's fine. I appreciate it. That's cool. Like I say, hopefully I'll be talking to you on the podium at the end of the weekend. Yeah, well, that, that's the plan. But, um, well, that, yeah, yeah, that, that's always the plan, isn't it? But, um, of course. I think, yeah, it's it's whoever whoever gets out of the gate is going to win. Nice one. Well, that, that Honda seems to be a pretty good bike. I mean, you, you've adjusted through from the, the KTM to the Honda pretty well, would you say? What's, what's the comparison like in the bikes? Well, yeah, I, I rode the KTM and I loved that thing because... You know, I spent a winter with a mechanic, you know, sorting, you know, my exact setup and we tried so much stuff and I obviously built that bike into my own and when everything ended, um, Gav from Bike Sport Newcastle, <laughs> I got in contact with him, another one, but uh, I got in contact <laughs> with him and uh, he just said, look, we can get you this deal on bikes and that and obviously my other sponsor, like, oh, we'll buy the bikes and he... I'd rode that bike, and I can honestly say that is my favourite. I've rode Yamaha, obviously Husky KTM's, not that much difference, but the last time I was on a Honda was like 2011 or something, but I jumped on the Honda, and it was it's the first 450 I've got on, and I went, fuck me, this is slow. <laughs> and normally wow. I go on the 450s, and I'm like doing the op total opposite thing, you know, saying we need to change the sprockets or change something to slow it down and make it more rideable. So I jumped on that. And yeah, it just, it's such a nice bike to ride. Put an exhaust on it and I've just, I had an ignition on it, but I've just got that mapped by um, 4P who does, well, Dave Fop, uh, yeah. Ryan Forbes. And he's just done that and it's just ridiculous now. It's, it's back to being too fast, but I need to get out the gate. So 
I've, um, I'm just going to try it um, and see how it goes. It's that launch control, so you can just dump the clutch. But um, if I compared it to the KTM, it just turns so much better. Um, I think the KTMs seem to be really good on like the deeper sand when it's all whooped out, but the Hondas are just so good at turning. Yeah, it was just... It's it's mental to explain, but they just got taught. They're, they're all a similar looking bike, and but they're all handle so different. Um, I always thought my Yamaha was my favourite bike until I jumped on that. So yeah, we'll we'll see. I'm still sort of playing around with things. Um, obviously, I've got that ignition now, and it's became a rocket ship. So. <laughs> um, you know, he was speaking to me about getting the engine done. I'm like, oh, I'm just not in my <laughs> right <laughs> now. <laughs> so um, I would like to, because, you know, when you think your engine's getting done, you think you're trying to make it faster, but it just spreads the power out and it just makes it a lot more controllable, as daft as it sounds. Um, yeah. But it just, yeah, it just makes the gears longer and, and yeah, so, so much nicer to ride. So. Yeah, hopefully I get on a team. Um, I'd like to stay on Honda because I just think it's a, a good bike and I'm sick of jumping on different bikes all the time at the moment. So, Yeah, yeah, of course. Um, yeah, I think, yeah, it is my favourite bike. So we'll we'll see what comes of it through the year. Nice one. Good stuff. Yeah, I mean, um, so uh, just a quick then, obviously, as we are sort of previewing uh, Ling in this, in this podcast as well, uh, the MX2 class has been... Um, a little bit sort of, so you say, drained of the top talent after uh, after last year, and they've all come in to join you. So, yeah. Um, I mean, uh, in terms of that, I mean, Isaac Gifton showed his class at Oak Hanger, and I think just his fitness more than anything else, really, uh, for for him. But um, it was good to see Bobby Bruce turn a few uh, a few good laps, and then uh, or, or I thought he was gonna I thought he was gonna win it at one point. But um, yeah, where, where do you see that uh, that happening? Do you think anybody's gonna have anything for gifting anywhere? Um. I got a feeling Gifting win it last year. I think he won it there last year, did he? Or was it Mew? Uh, no, it was Conrad at Lynn because it clashed with a, a world uh, a world championship round. Ah, so right. Gifting wasn't there last year. Right. But yeah. Um, so who was second at Lynn last year? Uh, Dylan Walsh was. Ah, right, great. Right. Um, and he's out as well, isn't he? So. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, major shame for for Dylan. Obviously, yeah. If anyone hasn't uh, caught it, just for the listeners there to the podcast, and yeah, Dylan obviously broke his leg uh, and in the Supercross. Uh, although I think the team uh, are sort of counting the, the air miles; they're not going to be clocking up between British Championship and uh, Supercross. Yeah. So that's going to be uh, uh, obviously yeah, just a, a, a direct result of that. But um, Mel yeah, a real shame. For Dylan. Is he not filling in for him at Ling? Uh, he has. Uh, got, Got the 250 ride, but uh, yeah, he's um, he's basically uh, yeah he, he's hurt himself. Uh, he had a crash at the hut cut, oh. <laughs> and yeah, he, has, he has officially uh, said that he um, yeah he's not going to be riding there. So um, uh, yeah, it's um, I think Giftings has, has got his sort of name etched on it a little bit, hasn't he? But I think uh, if Bobby gets a good start again and the track isn't quite as brutal as Oak Hanger, I think he's got a good chance, don't you? Yeah, I think um, yeah, I think it's it is still all in the start. I do believe them two strokes. It wouldn't surprise me if Millward he could be up there. Um, yeah. Even Bailey Johnston, he's been riding good lately. So uh, yeah, Bailey Johnston took the overall win in uh, MX2 at um, Okanga for the Midland Nationals, which was really good for him. But um, yeah, and uh, and also he's Nick Melpodcock's number, so I don't know what's happening with that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, I think you, you've got to put your money on gifting, ain't you? I think he's just he seems to be a more experienced. I don't know the level of that MX2 class. He's um, it's certainly dropped. It has certainly dropped. Um, you know the riders are still good. Don't get me wrong, but I remember back when I was doing the uh, my first year in that MX2 class, 
I'd went and uh, won the MXY to, well, I didn't win it. I was first until the last race and my sprocket fell off. So I like to say I won it, but I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the following year, it was my first gen at MX2 and I thought I was going to be the boy. I was going to win, you know, I'll be up at the front and whatnot. And uh, yeah. I remember coming around the uh, qualifying lap and I was like, I just put a heater on and I was like, oh, no one's beating that. But dad put out on the pit board 30 seconds. I was like, how have I managed to get 30 seconds? <laughs> And I think there was like, well, there was there was full forty doing it back then. But um, yeah, yeah, it's. I think ever since COVID, it just seems to have really dropped off. And I just think the affordability for it all is is gone right out. And you know, with, this is my opinion on it anyway. With the prize money and everything, no one wants to do it. You know, who wants to go? Yeah. Um, I used to be able to live off the prize money. It was that good. I could go and get a fifth or a couple of fifths and come away with five, six hundred quid. And yeah. now you get two fifths and you get. It's £109 to enter, and you get, if you've got a fifth and a fifth, you'd get 200 quid. So you'd get, right, you'd get 90 quid profit, which yeah doesn't cover nothing anymore. And fuel price. No, no, that's right. No, it won't cover the fuel for most of the races for you, even, would it? No, so, so um, yeah. I just think, oh, that's obviously hindered it. It's not no fault of the riders. It's just the way of the world, isn't it? Um, and I think. Yeah, I mean, it's interesting to know that's possibly why we're not seeing, I mean, obviously Charlie Heyman's in there with a decent team and all the rest of it, you know, his first year up from the youth, but uh, in the 250 four-stroke youth class last year, Tyler Westcott won every overall event that he rode the whole meeting on. Yeah. Um, But he's not, in any British Championship race this year, okay. so I'm not sure what's happening there. I mean, like you say, it could well be just that it, it's not worth it financially, maybe. No, no, it's. I think <laughs> it's. I don't know. It's difficult, isn't it? As I came from a background of, of norm, you know, a family that didn't have the money to do it, and I just don't see how people now can can do how we done it and yeah. it's sad really because it's it's one of the cheapest motorsports to do and I, I do believe the best gift you can give your child or for me anyway was give them a something to do with the motorsports and whatnot um, but yeah if it's the way it is you know it, it, it is what it is <laughs> Well, I mean, um, at this we normally do uh, a prediction here on MX Five uh, for, uh, for a British Championship. So, um, Brad Wheeler's got to catch me up because I got it almost perfect over Kanga. But there we go. Um, so, uh, yeah, he's actually, although he's absent, he has texted his predictions in. Yeah. Um, so he's going with MX One. He's going Conrad, Harry, and uh, Russian Bobby, as he puts it, in third. So obviously you can't spell Bobby Chef. Uh, so that's cool. <laughs> and uh, um, I'm, I'm not going to ask you to predict your own class. All right? I'm not going to predict ask riders to predict their own class. So I'm not right. going to ask you for the next one prediction. Okay. So don't, don't worry. Take, take your brain away. Yeah, from no, that that's fine. Because I'm thinking I can't not put myself in the top three. But if I don't get in the top three, I'm going to be looking that's like. Right. I'm not even going to go there. Don't worry. It's fine. <laughs> um, uh, but uh, yeah, and he's also put MX2 top three Isaac Gifted JMT Jorgen Matthias Tarviku obviously um, uh, because he wasn't in the British Championship by Ling last year Um, and Bobby Bruce he's put in his third so uh, all good although he has put Luke Mellows to win the Vets even though he's under 40 and Vets should be 40 he says but there you go that's (laughs) another thing isn't it Um, yeah so MX2 then where are you going Uh, Gifting I I forgot about I can't copy Bradley um Gifting. I'm going to go on Millward. Um, okay. Ah, uh, he's Millward. He's yeah. So I'm going to go Millward second. I'll go. Uh, I don't know who's, who else is in it. I'll just go with you're going to think. Yeah, cool. That's fine. No problem. I'm, I'm going to go with JMT for the win. 
just to be different. Yeah. Really. Um, I'll say gifting has a one bad moto and I'm going to put him third overall. Uh, and I'm going to put Bailey Johnston up there as a wild card for a second. How was that? That's cool. Yeah. <laughs> Who says commentators know everything? <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, just cause I've got to make a prediction. I'm going to go with, um, Kulas for the overall win. Sorry, Brad. Um, and, uh, uh, I'm going to put, um, yeah, as I say, yeah, Kulas for the win. Um, Gilbert second, Muse third. That's what I'm going to go with. And, and, and Brad Todd fourth. Yeah. <laughs> first. I'll make you... I'll, I'll, I'll say, I'll, I'll say that, will you? <laughs> Good stuff. So you say you, you like Ling. It's a, it's a track that you like yourself, yeah? Yeah, I, I just I just think it's a, it's an old school track. It's never it's never ripped up or anything like that. It's just prepped how motocross tracks I feel should be prepped. Um, what, what was your... Um, what are your thoughts on the sort of weird sort of uh, grassy schoolboy field that they put in at the end last year? Because that was a bit of a, a wild card, I thought. Yeah, I think um, it's always been there. Just sometimes they, they put a bit more effort in with ripping it up and then some years they don't. And I just, that's the bit, I don't like that hiding that bit, but that's just motocross at the end of the day, like those sections. You know, when you look back at, you know, I never rode in the 90s or 80s, but when you look back at races back then, there was, I don't think they did have power hour or nothing like that. So, you know, I feel so like again. Hey, I don't think they had power hours or anything back then. You know, like the <laughs> the uh, tractors and stuff. I think everything was just left. Uh, yeah, shovel off the bumps and fill in with the holes, and then it makes it twice as worse uh, straight after. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's what I remember from playing back in the MCA in the nineties. No, <laughs> no. So I, I just, um, yeah, I quite liked that those sections um, I know a lot of riders don't but yeah I think that's one of the best tracks in the calendar I always have um, it's, there's nothing even mental about it you know it's just drop offs and there's no tabletops or you know you know spectacular jumps and nothing it's just just a old school motocross track and it's never really changed I don't think no for sure yeah you can see it's well, well ingrained in the hillside there any other tracks that you really like what would say your favourites on the, on the calendar because we've got yeah obviously Canada Heights has been postponed we hope to see that back although there is officially no word on when that's going to be rescheduled yeah um, and, then, and then you've got Fox Hill Blacksall um, and of course yeah going through to uh, Schoolhouse and finishing off at Oxford um, uh, via Hilkstone as well yeah so, I yeah, think any favourites like that yeah, I think the calendar this year is probably one of the first calendars, or not one of the first, but most of the tracks on there I really, really enjoy. I mean, I used to despise Hawkstone, um, but now I love it. It's one of, okay, cool. Yeah, I have just, like, Fox Hill is like hit or a miss if I enjoy it or not, and yeah, I think they're all pretty good. I think Ling's, I would put, if my top three were, I'd probably put Ling first, Hawkstone second. I'd probably put that, it'd be between... I've got to say schoolhouse because they let me on for free. So <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, that's, that's, that's good enough. Yeah, good I was enough. about to say something else, but I've never thought about it. So you know, Oxford track. What's, um, what is, just for those, I mean, like myself, I haven't actually been to schoolhouse because it's the, literally it's the other end of the country for me. So uh, yeah, what's what is it actually sort of like? What would you I say would, it's similar to? I would compare it to like the jumps like Matley I wouldn't know they're not as big as Matley they're just they're made it's like a bit that. like Oxford Motor Park to be fair except the ground's a bit more um, let's see I can only name Scottish tracks uh, it's like a rutty the ground's like Matley but with the sort of track like Oxford but doesn't have a sand okay. section <laughs> it's just a fun track to ride a really fun track <laughs> You know, you can go there. It's one of the few hard pack tracks you ride, and you go there, and you can get a good workout out of it because it's just so 
you know, you're always turning. There's no big straight line jumps or, you know, to have a rest. So, yeah, it'll be cool. So it is a bit on the soft side then? Yeah, I think they've they've added a bit of that um, wood chipping. Well, it's not, it's not wood chip. It's, I don't know what it is, but yeah, they've, they've put a bit it's of that in. Chip. Yeah, the... Um, they rip it up but it's not like the wood chip where it goes into like berms or anything it just it goes really really rutty so it's um yeah i think it's it's certainly you know i, I we need tracks up north <laughs> so yeah yeah that's right um, absolutely i think it was initially going to be out western wasn't it but yeah that got changed yeah i think it'll be a good one anyway it'd be interesting to see because i've never raced there myself i've just obviously been to practice so i can imagine it'll probably change a bit when they uh, come around to doing it, because like some me, the rides there and Jay Haig, Carlton husband and that, we ride there. You know, I'm going there next Wednesday. So, it's, cool. you know, it's a no-brainer. I'll try and get on there a couple of days before the British. <laughs> yeah, damn right. <laughs> I've got these ACU marshals stopping me yeah. on the track. <laughs> get the hands out. Well, yeah, absolutely. Um, just to check then, I mean, you, you mentioned there briefly that uh, you had ideas to, to go a couple of MXGPs this year, obviously with the, the previous team arrangement. So is that still very much in your sights for future years? Yeah, I mean, yeah, as I say, I've got like a short window really now where I've got like, the ages on me, I don't want to say on my side, but it's I'm at the right age to be the fittest I can be. Um, you know, I'm going to go, you know, just from the first round, that Ultimate Wheels Honda, they phoned me up and said, look, would you be interested in doing Lommel uh, just for us, for our team? Uh, nice. Not in the GP class, in the open class. In the open one, yeah, yeah, um, sure. Yeah, and I just said, yeah, because it seems to be like the GPs now, they always seem to have a full gate. Now, I, do, I feel like that's because they brought the entry fee has gone from like a thousand euros to like 300 euro. I'm going to do Matley as well, I think, at the end of the year. Because, yeah, to be a Grand Prix rider, but there's not that many. I don't, well, Hatachi's gone now, haven't they? So, yeah. but if you're yeah. going to be a GP rider, you've, you've only really got to go f- to a foreign team. Um, Unless you ride for the Gabriel team, obviously, that are trying to get their head in there. Well, it's actually have um, said that they're not racing this year, but they're not entirely closing their books. So, yeah, they, right. they're not able to race this year, but they, they haven't disappeared completely. So you never know. We could well uh, see them back there. So, All right, cool. Um, right. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, don't, don't lose that email address. You might, be, <laughs> might have a chance to, uh, to get All in touch. my emails at the end of the year. Well, not even the end of the year, probably June time. I'll just be everywhere. <laughs> Great stuff. So, okay, I mean, um, that's uh, that, that's obviously in the horizon. Yeah, we, uh, we, we'd be, be great to see you there. I mean, perhaps you are one of those guys like uh, that, that Rob Andrews and people like that say, you know, you would have been like the Rob Andrews, Brian Wheeler sort of uh, element there, but you'd have, you'd have been a consistent uh, um, Grand Prix privateer had the, the money situation where they actually reward you for results still have been placed then, do you think? Yeah. Yeah, I... I thought, oh, it's, it's mental. I look back at my career and I just think, like, there's so many things that I don't, obviously, you can't regret nothing, but there's so many things I could have done differently. I could have, there's so many people I should have listened to and shouldn't listen to in life. And I could have been, you know, I, 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 well, I could have seen myself being a Grand Prix rider and maybe even as good as Ben Watson and stuff like that. But it's one of them where it's, you know, I've made mistakes and made, wrong decisions and stuff and that's why I'm not where I am but my family and that never were into motocross so it, I never got taught what what and what to do what not to do and 
Yeah. Yeah. So I think it's difficult to say what I would have done because I probably would have done the total opposite. <laughs> so. <laughs> Stuff. I mean, uh, just before we, uh, we head off there, because yeah, it's uh, it's get up towards the time uh, that uh, yeah, we'll, uh, we don't want our um, uh, listeners to get uh, tired of us talking. Yeah. So yeah, just want to make sure that we wrap things up nicely there. Um, so yeah, just been doing a little thing uh, with uh, with the podcast there, just to end on a positive note. Uh, what would you say so far? Then Brad has been your absolute best like day of motocross. Your actual sort of your, your golden motocross moment, if you like, one where you just you remember coming away from it thinking, yeah, this is awesome. Um, Never. Well, no, it's very. You don't really get that many good days. You're always chasing them because that's the best bit. That's yeah. what you live for, don't you? Them, them good days and the bikes. Um, last year, I did put a, I, everything I had. Like I changed my diet, I changed where I live, who I spoke. You know, I just changed everything. And I, I got on the MX Nationals podium a couple of times. And the first time I'd done it, it was my first time in MX One to do it. And you know, I've done things abroad and stuff like. Um, I won an Italian race and Lapino was second. They're good riders and that. And, it, you know, that was probably one of the best days of my career. But I quite like to put it as last year when I went and got third overall at Ling and then got second at Hawkstone just because the amount of work I put into it changed everything. It yeah. was just, it felt so much better. Um, so, yeah, I probably put last year, we'll see, Ling last year. You know, I made a pass last lap or something for the third overall. I knew I needed nice. to do so. Yeah, that's probably my favourite one. Brilliant. This this Italian race, whereabouts was it? Do you remember the name of the track? Uh, it was... Uh, it was oh, this, whereabouts in Italy it was? Oh, it was Bologna. It was like this weird sand deep... It was like Assen sand. Um, All right. <laughs> Bologna. Don't, it wasn't Supercross. It was... Oh, freaking hell, man. I've got the pictures on my phone of it. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, that's right. It was Bologna, Bologna, B-O-L-O-G-N-A, it was called. Um, yeah, 2019, Bologna. that was. So I'd just signed for JK right. Yamaha, that GP team, and um, yeah. I went and got that result, and they were like, oh, you should do in the 450 class because it's on an MX2 bike, and, you know, you should do Grand Prix, and then two weeks later, I broke my neck and missed half the year out, so... No, 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 I ended no, that. No. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> back to the ending of the positive note, I'd put it as Link or Hawkstone. That's it. The only positive yeah. note, the, the, the best one was Link and you're back there this weekend. So yeah, well, uh, that's, a, that's a good one. I like that to, to end on. That's super. Okay, great stuff. Brad. Well, thanks for joining us on the MX Vice Motocross Show, British Motocross Show. And uh, yeah, we'll just uh, thank our sponsors quickly there. Golf Face Fuels, across sports cars, single seaters, motorcycle racing, and further afield. Golf brand is associated with winning whatever the discipline AS3 Performance is stock a huge selection of aftermarket motocross parts available for the 1980s Evo two-stroke models to the current four-stroke bikes uh, and of course yeah to Kawasaki UK uh, sponsoring us and supporting us and don't forget to check out their KLX 140R range with the electric start three different sizes from adults to um, from nearly adults to juniors uh, and uh, yeah go and check those out at your local off-road dealership uh, so yeah any uh, little thanks from yourself Brad before we sign off um, yeah just the thanks from hang on who am I thanking all my sponsors and stuff anybody want anybody want I mean yeah. you dropped a few in that's cool oh, mate, I, I was hoping you'd be <laughs> well, well, I'll just say a big thank you to the main view which is which is um, Safe Access Fountain Builders Sea uh, Res Bike Sport uh, Newcastle Pico um, and there's there's a, there's a lot more so a big thank you to everyone because I wouldn't be probably wouldn't be having these interviews or anything so um, yeah much appreciated <laughs> from me 
No problem. Nice. Well, thanks for joining us. And uh, thank you, everybody, for listening to the MX5 show. Don't forget to check uh, evenstrokes.com as well. Uh, Bad Wheeler 10 is the code to get yourself some discount. And, uh, yeah, we'll uh, be able to help you out with anything that we can there. So, yeah, uh, thank you to Brad. Thank you for listening to the Great British Motocross Show, anybody. And, uh, yeah, we shall see you next week. We have got more guests booked. Uh, just got to be confirmed by your Instagram message. So, uh, yeah, we'll speak to you then. Thanks for listening.